the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of, as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now, settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of Lazar. I'm Ellie and I'll be playing Dana Irlazani. I'm Kevin and I'll be playing Rascal. I'm Michael and I'll be playing Torlin. I'm Enresto and I will bring the shifter known as Truco. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. Welcome to the Savage Tales of Eberron, uh, the Mourners of Lazar campaign. And so for background question tonight to kick the evening off, what is one special or unique thing about you? Is this hidden or known by your friends? Do you encourage this in yourself or is or are you sh- ashamed of it? Gosh, what is special or unique about Dana? Um, I don't know if this really qualifies as either, but she often likes to to make up little lyrical songs to accompany songs Torlin has played on the harp. And uh, she can't really carry a tune all that well. So, you know, this is more sort of the thing that she'll sing to herself while working or something like that you know she doesn't offer to to jump in in a performance with Torlin because well that that would just embarrass both of them we can't have that but she's uh you know alongside his oral stories she's made up some you know she likes to make up little lyrical ones to either expand on the story or telling you when using his tunes or things like that and um, I don't know if Torlin knows or not they have spent a lot of time in close quarters there's only so much privacy on a ship whether or not he's overheard and just never said anything or never heard I will leave that up to Torlin to decide I don't know if this necessarily qualifies as as special so much as kind of the opposite but in all things contextual uh, seer and mages are known for being white hair. Uh, it's seen as a, a sign of affinity with the magical arts, uh, maybe something of a superstition, but that's been a tradition in Seer for longer than Russ has been there. And uh, Russ doesn't. Uh, Russ just has your average, ordinary brown brunette hair. And, uh, and I think that gets him uh, a little bit of a tough break sometimes from his peers, or at least did. Uh, it's obviously known by anybody in the know who knows about Syrian mages and history of magic practice in the nation, uh, but outside of that, it's, it's anybody's guess. And I think when, when Russ was going through his education, uh, the magical part of it, at least, it pushed him, it encouraged him to push harder and, and fight harder because he didn't have that, what some, I guess, might consider a birthright. He had to do all of his work and all of his gains on his own, and it drove him harder. Well, normally I I like to try and do these uh, responses in the persona of Torlin. In this particular instance, I was just going to be Michael talking about the character as some of this. I don't think Torlin 
quite understands about himself, at least at this particular point in time. There's an aspect of Torlin's personality that has been buried, or at least has not really come to the surface for the better part of a decade, ever since he essentially left, left the front lines, or at least was outside of combat. And uh, that is his sort of intense emotion that he experiences in, in sort of large-scale combat, um, sort of like a, a battle fervor. And it, it's very easy for Torland to get enveloped in that. And he actually, a lot of times, I think, delves into that as a sort of a defense because of a very deep fear that he has, a sort of instability. Uh, and he doesn't quite understand it himself. And uh, certainly his, his friends, at least current compatriots, wouldn't really know very much about that. And there might be a little bit of Torland that is ashamed of, of that kind of lack of control that he experiences sometimes. But he also revels in it to a degree. Interesting. Yes. Quite, a, quite an insight of, of a really old person. I mean, with a lot of experience, right? So, so, it's, a, it's interesting. Well, uh, from Truco's perspective, the question will be more of a, what is not unique or what is not special about him, right? Um, he he has it such such a, a uniqueness in his elegance, in his mannerisms, in his master of the ropes, his mastery of the art of thievery. Um, but it, he had to pick a, a special ability um, that he maybe considers um, quite a powerful one in the seas is the ability to hear and understand uh, the souls of a ship of, at the moment where when he's in it. Um, and um, he got this impression uh, in his first uh, experience of being um, uh, that word that I forgot, uh, the one press gang, uh, in his first ship, uh, where he um, got, uh, let's say, in a life over that situation in which uh, the ship, or this, the uh, situation of the ship, what was the determinant of his uh, success or his survival. Um, and uh, from that point on, he started to really think that um, the fate that once uh, receives upon a ship, he has to do with the relationship with the ship. So he kind of takes care every now and then to just get some talking going on just trying to be um uh a bit charismatic or just positive in front of the ship and just being uh trying to flatter flat flattering with it uh if you will um so yeah that's a that's a special flirting with it sorry uh or doing giving some flatter uh aspects of the ship if you I don't know if that would be something to do. Um, so yeah, that's something that Truco will consider special about him. I just love how Truco is developing. <laughs> yeah. And he's in such stark contrast to Argy Get too. Yeah, I mean, just just playing a bit. I just see where yeah, it ends. It's excellent. 
Uh, all right, dealing out adventure cards to everybody. Uh, let me know if you did not get one. Everybody should have one now. And um, Rusko, I believe you have the recap from last session for us. There. Here's what I know. Down in the cargo hold of the Storm Reaper, there often sits a simple strong man named Albear. Usually he's used to guard what we're assuming is the officer's quarters, but it seems someone wanted to use him for blood sport, offering a hundred gold pieces to any who would fight him. Thorlin, the eldest of our little found family, took them up on the offer on the main deck of the ship, and then he quickly went down to a solid blow as soon as the fight began. As a result, Dana, the Tanaith mercenary, had to step up to preserve his honor or something, I guess. And so they fought, Owlbear and Dana, each getting some solid licks on the other. It was Dana who won out at the end of the day, possibly out of pure stubbornness. Maybe she's got some dwarf blood in her, too. The ever-helpful Miss Sindara Quinn was there to patch up our hurt like always, and wanted to make sure she spent some of her powers gifted to her on patching up Owlbear as well. Seems the simpleton isn't quite used to kindness, and it began to rain as we went back to our bunks that night. Next day started out overcast and only got worse from there, and we went back to our ship duties. The downpour meant it was a bad day to try shirking, but that didn't stop Portland. He went to apologize to Owlbear, but aside from kindness, I'm not sure the brood understands apologies neither. The guy just likes fighting. As a result of his shirking, Orland's care for his duties, or lack thereof, went noticed, and he took three lashes at bloody hour that evening. Night closed with frog rations, Dana learned that Captain Rockface's little halfling attendant's name is Chalky. And quietly, the four of us, Truco the Shifter, Orland the Dwarf, Dana the Merc, and me, Ruskell, we shared our notes and our opinions on the crew might be, uh, shaping up to be our friends. We might be our foes. Nice. Um, so I gave everybody a, a Benny for that background question. And I think that recap's worth an extra. Yeah, it was really, really nice. I have I like, no I, like, I, 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 I love the tone that you that you've been like, just like going like in a deep like oh this happens and just I, I don't know I love it. Thank you. Do my best. And uh, so. Uh, there was something I was going to mention about the previous night, but I forgot what that was. Uh, so, we will just start. Uh, you all are kind of woken up a bit early uh, from the... Oh, I remember what's going on. Um, well, I'll allow one last roll of uh, kind of common knowledge roll during the evening to kind of get your bearings and notice where you all went during the day. Since mm-hmm. it's something that uh, at least some of you seem to be interested in tracking. Um, let's let me check on that minus. Oh, I have a wound. That's why I'm at a minus one. Would you would say you that this... have a wound? So, uh, would you get? Yeah. Uh, would, would you get you Dana? S- Dana got a three because she still is has a wound penalty because Sandara couldn't get her patched up. Oh right, a four for Chuka. Would you say that this roll comes after? The idea that they might be headed towards uh, fantasy in the hand of plenty might have come up. I think Rustle would yeah, start paying that, attention. Oh yeah, we thought yeah, we were headed to Port Verge. There was a rumor or a sense. Yeah, because I believe that actually started happening the previous day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, uh, Rustle got a four. So Rustle and Truco uh, 
you know, Truco's probably obvious since he hangs out on deck quite a bit uh, up in the rigging more than some of the others. Um, you have noticed that you you all, you passed Porst Birch and then started skirting around and heading up north, uh, up through Eel Bay, heading north up towards, um, uh, I mean, there could be any number of destinations. The ship could be rounding around to head towards Carnath or, you know, going up to sort towards uh, Farlin or, you know, any of the number of islands that are up north. But it definitely passed Port Birch during during the day that you traveled before the fight with Albert even happened. Uh, and passing Port Birch, we won't get to see my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't, why don't you complain to the captain about that one, Hawk? He's the best fishmonger in, in all of Eel Bay. Do I know your well, cousin? <laughs> if, uh, if Fish Guts is drunk, it doesn't matter the fish anyways. It's all the same quality anyways. It doesn't matter. Uh, Dana, I probably mentioned him offhand once or twice, but I mean, there's so many of them. I don't. I wouldn't expect you to remember old, old Bafir. Oh, well, if he's the only one in Port Verge, how could I forget? Especially that time he asked me to play that game where you stab your knife between your fingers. Ugh. He's a character. Oh, I love that game. Sorry, if, I don't know if I was in the conversation. <laughs> well, it's, it was just a good thing that the knife was one of those collapsible ones. Otherwise, he would have taken out your pinky, huh? Uh, you don't uh. need to remind me. So yeah, make a note of that passing Port Verge would have actually been the day after the fight with Alfair, right? So we did have uh, part of that traveling that was on the uh, 23rd, I believe. Today is the 24th. Um, you, but So today's the 24th. You all wake up a bit earlier than normal because the ship is just roiling back and forth. Um, you're swinging heavy in your cots. Um, you know, there's already kind of some shouts and stuff like that going on. Uh, Master Scourge come down. He's like, all right, everybody on the decks immediately. Um, and you can tell the rain that was going on all yesterday has broken into a full-fledged storm today. Um, and you all have to get on, like, your seal skin coats and all that kind of stuff like that because it's winter. It's, it's already nippy down below decks here. As soon as you get up decks, it's going to be probably pretty nasty today. Um, and so for... Um, and as you, as you get up to deck, all of you are just like blasted in the face by just a cold sleet-like wind that's, um, and you can always already see just a layer of ice that's on uh, the deck and, uh, and on the railings and whatnot. Uh, Master Scourge is yelling at everybody. Uh, Fish Guts is out there already handing out uh, the tack in a less, less than the normal orderly fashion, right? And Master Scourge starts barking out orders to everybody, and I'm going order. Uh, he looks at you, Russ, and goes, "No swabbing today. Everybody needs to get working on the rigging. I want you on mainsail duties. Hi, uh, Captain. Work with Mahan. Uh, and he is—he's one of the few humans on board the ship that also was part of uh, fighting you guys." in the morning uh, about six days ago you guys have all, you guys have been on the storm reaper almost a week or actually i think it has been a week. happy week happy week anniversary oh okay yeah. one day <laughs> um so it's yours um and looks at you truco <clears throat> and messages is just like you get up in line start working all those lines making sure keep the ice off everything immediately make sir. sure we don't get too top heavy 
Uh, and you're going to be doing upper rigging work today. Okay. Uh, Master Scourge even looks at you, Dana, and it's just like, you're not working with fish guts today. We need all hands on deck for this. <clears throat> need you to start working with uh, Giffer and Tamroth on repairing various, repairing the rigger, all the rigging that gets damaged during the storm. Get to work. And then looks at you, Torlin, and lend your weight to all the rope work, dwarf. Um, so you're just generally hauling around uh, all sorts of different ropes, coiling them and stowing them, securing them, all that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of it's double checking the stuff that's going on because everything's getting real battered today. So uh, it is definitely a pretty severe, I mean, it's a very severe storm today. The ship is getting kind of tossed all about. Uh, all of you can still do a uh, daytime ship action if you want to for today. Uh, know that it will be in the context of a storm that's going on. Uh, yeah, Torlin will, Torlin will do one. Uh, so I kind of think... Orlin being a dwarf for the lower center of gravity is his is bearings on this deck uh, fairly well, so he will just try to influence one of the other swabs that's uh, helping him on the rope work here. Uh, and, oh. you know, maybe one of them stumbles and, and uh, he helps them from stumbling. Okay. Um, any particular one you're targeting or... Uh, do, do, do. Or, or DM's choice. Uh, uh, let's just keep on working on. Uh, so, you had said that generally we can expect like a previous successful influence to be like we're friends now. If they're, because I uh, I don't it, really recall that very uh, well. Well, I haven't also. There's a lot of gray in there. I haven't been super clear on it either, and that's part mm -hmm. of it intentionally. Because a big part of it depends on what their initial disposition towards you was. I understood. Um, uh, that definitely influences how many persuasion checks you need. Some people start off pretty neutral to you, um, and clearly some were very hostile to you in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, okay, well, let's just pick one. Badger Stone Hurler. Uh, gray door hair dwarf with shaved into strips yeah okay um yeah he's another one of the swabs <clears throat> and if anybody else is taking a shipboard action if you can take some time to think about that while we go for this do uh, i get the sense that uh, this individual is a is a cloud reaver dwarf or somebody who's been press gained uh i don't think you all have well give me a common knowledge check okay sure let the tice dice determine the off-camera interactions. That is uh, two aces, a 13. Nice. <clears throat> Even with the um, one penalty. Yeah, so your performance work seems to have influence, has definitely, it, it hasn't necessarily made you made complete friends with everybody on the ship or anything, but it has definitely, you have noticed that uh, more of the ship crew talks with you than they seem to talk with some of the other uh, members of your small band, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and you could say overall, most of the, most all the dwarves, as far as you know, and all the orcs or half orcs on the ship are cloud reavers of some form or not. Um, the not humans, halflings, uh, the hobgoblin on board, um, 
they were probably press ganged in some form, uh, Connick Bar as well. Uh, and I'll say, especially since Cog has been a little bit chatty with you as well, uh, you've actually learned that he seems to be one of the one non-dwarfs or orcs that's not a Cloud Reaver that actually volunteered uh, to join the ship when they were in a in a, a cliff scrape uh, about a month ago. Okay, very interesting. Um, but yeah, so you're hanging out on the deck. You are, what is... I will... rope work today. So you and Badger are uh, hauling rope around, right? Um, and that's eight on the boating check for that. Okay, and... I noticed everybody started making a bunch of rolls. I should have said before you, before you did. Um, everybody's because of the weather. Everybody's check is at a minus two today. Fair enough. Just a six then. So, yeah. So <laughs> nice. six. It is a success. Um, it's a lot of hard work. You've been working with Badger. There's a couple times where he's slipped and fell on the deck, and uh, you've come over to him and started trying to help him out. Is there any particular tack in the conversation you're trying to take with him? Oh. Uh, other than helping him out, just trying to get a sense of the uh, the Cloud Reaver way, I guess is it. You know, it's still sort of a mystery to me. Okay. Um, uh, you know, assuming there's something more to it than reaving and pillaging. Well, <laughs> I ask him about the Devourer. You know, uh, what do you what what sort of uh, why would prayers? there be anything more than reaving and raping? I mean. What, what's the what's the point of being out here being a pirate in the Lazar if you're not doing that? These <clears throat> nillies, part of the sea dragons, they don't. Uh, what, what are they trying to do, create a country so we don't reeve against each other anymore? What have they lost their minds? Hmm. Uh huh. And uh, uh, d- tell me, does this all attain you uh, some sort of? Uh, What's the what's the right word? <laughs> Religiosity is just coming to mind. <laughs> does this kind of does this earn you favor with uh, the devourer or some other gods of the sea? Or why? Uh, well, okay. Now give me give me a persuasion check as we get into this. We'll see just how okay. how far into the conversation we go here. No modifier for that. Is uh, that's a seven. I'll keep it. <clears throat> um, he kind of looks you up and down and, and just like, he, at that point, he kind of looks up towards the, uh, the quarter deck where Prince Rockface is. She's at the wheel at this time. She's the one like holding everything. And, uh, he says, I, I've, I've seen lots of captains on the sea. She's outlived a great many of them. That seems to me someone who has the favor of the devourer. So, uh, yeah, I'm inclined to believe a lot of successful reaving and offerings to devour earns the devourer's fickle favor. See, too many ships dashed to the rocks or <laughs> taken out by the cloud, us cloud reavers ourselves or someone else because they don't uh, manage to honor the devourer. That's a problem with these softies trying to create a nation of Lazar. Uh, Torlin doesn't have much more to say to that. All right. Uh, overall, he's he's a pretty tight-lipped dwarf, so the fact that you kind of even engage him in much conversation at all, you take as a whim. Hmm. And um, so, Russ, is there any uh, ship action you want to take for the day? Oh, just going to work diligently. But that said, 
Got a two on the first roll for the boating or uh, athletics for the mainsail work. Bennied it, but with a cumulative minus one, uh, it's only going to be a three. So I'm going to go ahead and Benny that again, if you don't mind. It's your bennies. You can spend on whatever you want. That's a five minus. Well, yeah, that'd be a. That's a yeah, six minus a further two would be four. So that would be a success. Yeah. And then we'll keep that. Okay. And let me double check about your figure check because that may be at the penalty as well. No. Okay. You're good with the, you're, you're good with that. Okay. Now it's a five uh, on the vigor check and we'll keep it then. Yeah. You're not used to uh, working on the mainsails. I mean, it, it, and it is, it's heavy with ice and water right now. Um, the, the wind is tossing everything around. So it is just, uh, it's probably some of the hardest work you've done yet on the ship. Uh, but you managed to like power through it and uh, do your job well. Uh, Truco, you got anything that you plan up for the day? Uh, no, Truco is, is going to work diligently. Uh, he will uh, just uh, uh, go up uh, half the mast and just place his hand on the on the mast and just say, uh, how, how are you holding up, uh, darling? I see that Skorosh is treating us both as pieces of shit. Um, but don't you worry, I will take care of you. I know how I know what you think, what you need, and will revenge against this scourge. He's an asshole, an asshole, and just go up the rope and just start working. Then just Leah, I see just take this. Okay. Um, Sounds good. So that's uh, athletic two plus athletics one. Check for me. Oh, minus one, right? Minus two. Uh, yeah, a minus two, but plus one because of the diligent diligent. Correct. Yeah. Work. So minus one total. All right. And I'll, gi- I'll give you a penny for talking to the ship. All right. Uh, that is a seven with the, yeah, with the bonuses included and all the yep. penalties, I mean. So that's a, that's a seven to get up into the rigging, right? All right. And then another, I will use, I can choose between athletics and uh, boating, but I will choose athletics again. Uh, uh, that's why I said also, athletics, because I assumed you would just take right. it. Right. Also with a minus two, right? Minus two plus one. Uh, correct. Okay. So minus one total. Right. And that would be a three without which I will Benny. And that's a one which I will Benny again. That seems better. That's an eight. Oh, uh, success with the raise. Um, so uh, the, for some reason for you, I mean, being a, probably it's because you're the cliff walker that you are. And, uh, even though you wouldn't necessarily have blades on your fingers, you do have little claws that give you extra grip. Uh, working up in the rigging once you get up there is much, it goes pretty easily for you, I'll say. Um, it's not easy, but it's certainly going easier for you. All right. And uh, Dana. Yes, well, if I were, if I were metagaming, I would... Uh... I would be inclined to work diligently because I'm at a minus two from the storm and a minus one from my fight with Owlbear, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, work some influence on my old friend Giffer here while we uh, while we repair the rigging together. Okay. So, you want me to make the persuasion roll right off the bat? Uh, well, get things started first. We'll see the direction that it goes first because, you know, All right. influences things may happen, so... 
Hoy, Gifford, we've sailed right past Port Verge. It's It's been a while since you've been able to get into port and do something about your uh, funding situation, hey? You know if we're headed anywhere to help with that? I don't imagine any of us swabs really know where the captain's going. The prince goes where she wants. You know, if it's a, it's a, well, from, from here, make your persuasion check. I'll, I'll see how much he's going to divulge to you. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you've already you've already had some success on that relationship, so. Mm-hmm. That is a four, uh, that's a three with my wound. I'm gonna Benny that. Oh, I get a I get a free reroll because I'm charismatic, so I'm just gonna take my free reroll first. Yep. Nice. That is a double oh, ace, a triple ace for a oh. fifteen on the persuasion Ooh. check for Giffer. Right. Um. So we'll we'll say with this, uh, there has been some. Uh, I mean, you you've had a, a couple conversations with Gifford already up to this point, right? And you've gotten um, you you're getting on his good side definitely. And so while you guys while you two have been working hard uh, today, there's been some more conversation kind of leading up to this point, and you definitely kind of um, he seems to be opening up quite a bit more to you and being real chummy with you, despite the hard work for today. Um, and uh, he says, I, I, you know, I'm not sure where, where we're going. The captain, we were chased a couple weeks back by a Carnathy privateer for a while that uh, did some damage to the ship a bit. And uh, during a, an ensuing fight that happened, the captain did lose his, her navigator, uh, which was a, a pretty harsh blow to the ship. And uh, I don't know, it, certainly for me, it's felt, and he kind of looks around a little bit. Uh, almost a little bit aimless, but uh, don't tell anybody that. Uh, but I'm sure the captain knows where where she's going. She may just have a bit more of a challenge uh, and and getting where she was hoping to go. But my money's always been on that. She She's looking for some quarry. What even is there this far north? Oh, well, keep going in this direction. We'll pass into a lot of the shipping lanes, you know, ever, ever since the Great Canal through Seer got closed off. There's been a lot more ships wrapping around through here. Question is, is finding one that's not uh, well protected or uh, I'm sure the captain may be looking for the uh, wounded bird, so to speak, or at least the isolated bird. Who knows? A ship like this with that siege staff in the bow and all those ballistas looking to pick on a wounded ship. That's not much of a fight gift for now, is it? Uh, he does kind of scowl at you a little bit. I've been with the prince a long time now, and she's as tough and dark as they come. Yeah, so tough she has to pick on injured ships. I'm not saying that she will. It's just me guess. (laughs) Well, um, DM, out of character, I have a a quick statement and also a question for uh, something that might relate to this conversation. Statement being, I accidentally spent a penny on my charismatic roll because I uh, clicked the wrong button. And the question being, um, I'm looking at Winsense for my first advance, which effectively makes me a decent navigator. And I'm wondering if I can uh, preemptively parlay that into working out some kind of... uh, attempt to get in on that action now now they know the ship's missing a navigator well now's 
Now's not the time to find that out. And that's not a question I would answer for you anyway. <laughs> You're going to have to talk to the captain or one of the officers about trying to arrange something like that, aren't you? All right. But, all right. But what I'm hearing is it's uh, it's on the table if if I to bring up at least. Okay. I, whatever you want to try on the ship is on the table. How successful it is and where it gets you, that's a completely different story. <laughs> All right, so uh, just kind of wrapping up this conversation with Giffer. Yeah, but I, I would definitely say you would, you would certainly have enough smarts that, to know that. Um, that's something you would put in the back of your mind. Yeah. That is not something you would approach today at all. There, I mean, yeah. not you are in a severe storm and Captain going up to try and have a casual conversation with nobody who's <laughs> having a single word with you since the first day. Anyways, yeah. probably wouldn't be a good idea. Oh, for sure, yeah. Not not gonna happen in a squall, but there's always dinner. All right, so uh, I guess we'll just kind of wrap up the conversation with Giffer and put the bug in his ear that I might be able to get us where we're going, and you know, sailors might like to gossip. Um. Well, as you do that, I mean, Giffer's quite uh, quite chatty with you for you know the rest of. Uh, you know, as appropriate during this difficult mm-hmm. day. Um, you seem to have uh, kind of won him over to some regard, at least. Um, but you certainly find out, you know, and he confirms more things. You know, at this point, um, there is a, and it's what you've seen over the last six six days, that there's a pretty strong dividing line between the crew and the officers, particularly with uh, Prince Rockface. She doesn't uh, interact with the crew much at all. Uh, Mr. Lagra and Master Scourge, and more directly Master Scourge, is definitely her go-between between the officers. Even uh, when Russ or Torlin have been runners, there has been no, uh, that's been a job that they have done. and That's been the extent of their interaction with the prince when it's been required for that. Okay, but yeah, just... Uh... So, so, I mean, certainly the bug is in his ear mm-hmm. in that regard, but I mean, you, you kind of learn uh, that around... And it's what you've seen too about, you know, the interactions between the officers and uh, the, the rest of the crew. All right. And did you make any rolls? So Truco made his rolls. Russ made his no, rolls. I have not Rome made, made his... my my job roll yet. And you are doing repair work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's actually re- that's re- that's requiring some climbing work there for you. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to need an athletics check for the climbing, uh, followed by either an athletics or boating check for the repair work itself. And that's with the minus two in the tray, uh, yeah? Yes. All right. For a net minus three because of my wounds. So uh, you said athletics, then boating? Athletics, then either athletics or right. boating. I'll, Your choice. Yeah, I'll do athletics, <laughs> then boating. So uh, that is a, a one on the athletics. So not snake eyes. Oh. I will, I will Benny it. That's a double ace. Nice. Uh, though the numbers are not popping, but look like uh, it popped for me. That total like is an eight. An eight. Yeah. Got an eight so. there. So that was a success with the raise for your climbing check to get up into the rigging. All right. And, and then, then uh, either athletics or boating, your choice. Yeah, let's go for boating. Well, that's a two on boating, and again, I'm gonna Benny that. That's a one. That's half my bennies, so I'm gonna hold at uh, hold at one. Okay. Uh, 
Somebody else, right? So, um, okay, that determines that. All right, uh, um, this this the storm is just uh, rocking the ship back and forth all over the place. You know, the whole crew is all hands on deck. Uh, almost everybody's dealing with the rigging somehow, some way, um, except for a few probably like uh, and everything. Uh, everybody's working diligently, including the officers, uh, doing various things. And, uh, you know, towards the afternoon, later in the afternoon, and actually at this point, gosh, Dana and Truco are up in the rigging. Did Russ make it up into the rigging or is he down on the deck still? Uh, I ruled athletics instead of boating, so I imagine probably up in the rigging as well on the mainsail. Um, <clears throat> so as, you, as you're working, Dana, to kind of like tie one of the lines down, you misjudge it a bit and you hear this snap and uh, this, uh, this line comes out attached to some block and tackle, swinging and smashes into Giffer, knocking him off the rigging and you see him plummet falling down into the sea into the rolling sea i just yell out man overboard and try to scramble down either scramble down as fast as i can or if there's anything i can throw down to him um yeah yep. can any of us hear that with uh, the storm everybody can give me a nose check i mean traditionally on a ship whoever's close by to what they hear chains it out like That's it's a like a game of telephone uh any penalties for weather um, if you're up in the rigging, I'll say no. It's a four for Rascal. Uh, so I should probably take a minus two then. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this is this is probably uh, what Dana said is definitely true. This would be like uh, to hear the initial man overboard uh, is what this will be a roll for. So, um, so you can roll total. This just, just determines if you're wow, that's a double ace right there. Uh, I think I applied the minus two anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a nine, regardless. Tolan's always looking uh, out for me. Do we know this? Yeah, pretty much, actually. Everybody hears. You're a, a little bit slow on the uptake there, Russ, but uh, okay. Truco, you have, you're yeah. pretty close by, and you actually kind of see it happen before she even calls out uh, man overboard. And so both of you kind of, like, shout it out at the same time. You here at Torland, uh, you were probably on one of the other masts or nearby one of the other masts, Russ, uh, and so it takes you a little bit to hear it. Okay, a question. Can I use my rope monkey edge uh, that says um, that it allows the character, uh, it allows uh, to move on the exterior of the ship, of our character on the exterior of the ship to move to any other exposed part of the ship by swinging from the rigging. So. Can I say that I can quickly go to uh, the side of the boat of the ship? I mean, where the man on water yeah. or of of sure. board? I'll, I'll let you do that. Um, right. Although, I, given the weather, I, I'm going to have you make an athletics roll. Uh, uh, with, only with a minus one, though, since you do have rope monkey. All right, all right. I would say, I mean, uh, Truco, as he hears that for the, from Dana, he will just run on the. Um, I don't know how to call it, but the horizontal wood from the main mast, and just try to like quickly get a rope uh, as he's like running towards uh, the edge of the ship, and just try to jump uh, from there, and just trying to uh, swing in order to get uh, on the side of the ship. With sure. Minus one, you say. Go for it. Anybody else doing anything? Uh, Torlin would be letting the officers know uh, if, if there's like you know officers that have not heard that or crew that have not heard that he'd be getting everyone's attention that so is a seven that out 
if I see Truco starting to run with a rope, I would be getting out of the rigging as fast as I can to run over to help Truco. Um, so specifically you're on the same. Thank you, Roscoe. Uh, Kevin. Running yeah. towards um, the spar. Yeah. yeah, so I, mean, I would say to get over there, you're either on a different mast. Well, yeah, we'll just say that you were on a different mast, just kind of the same side. You just like ran over and then swung down coming over. Dana, you are on the same side of the ship. You're just up in the rigging that, that Giffer was on because you yeah. two were uh, nearby each other. All right. Well, I'd be, yeah, I'd be, in that case, I'd just be trying to get a line down to him. Well, it's a bit more challenging for you because you are up in the rigging. It would be easier for somebody on the deck to throw down a line because you also, you wouldn't have spare line with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well then I'm, I'm just getting out of the rigging. That is, that is what I can do while Truco's doing his thing. Okay. And uh, you get over there. What are you, what are you trying to do, Truco? Uh, and I will, as I get to the uh, side of the ship, the one that is on the, like, the walls of the ship. I don't know, again, I don't know the boating terms. Sorry. Uh, but as I do that, I will try to uh, activate my shifting ability, which let me uh, climb the sur- surfaces. So I will try to like grab with my claws onto the ship on the lower side, right? And try to uh, get the man out of the water. I'll try to grab him and um, out of the water. So you're going to cl- you're gonna climb down the side of the ship exactly. down towards the water? Yes, exactly. Okay, cool, all right. Um, I suspect Truco doesn't really like water, but if that's the situation, he will just go for it. I don't want to go for the full cat stereotype. Just, <laughs> just to... Yeah, we have never have, well, I don't know if you have, we've never called out specifically like what cat lineage he's from, but... Uh, no, he's, he's kind of a, I would say he's a jaguar type. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Um, so you tell me what that means. What I what I just described. What the oh. Well, let's. What we're gonna do here. This is a bit of a dramatic. Will this be a dramatic task? All right. Nice. To, to get Giffer, uh and to help him up. And as a result, I'll throw you all into the trackers. We'll draw cards to see if anybody has any complications or anything. Right. Uh, and since everybody like heard it right away, um, and what does Rusko get two cards from? Uh, level-headed, but I don't think that applies here because I think that's just for combat. Yeah, same no, for it, hesitant. It, actually, it does apply here because it's any. It applies anytime action cards are drawn, and this is an action cards to determine uh, order. Uh, do you want the Ace of Diamonds or the uh, Joker? <laughs> Let's go with the Joker. Yeah, right. <laughs> for fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for kicks. Sounds and, like sounds uh, like a decent choice. Yeah, and your quick is working here, Truco, because you got a two clubs first. So we'll draw you a new card. Uh, be ten of hearts instead. All right. Oh, Giffers down at the bottom with four diamonds. Torin's got a five of clubs, and Dana's got a four of spades. So, uh, I thought I had an ace. So, we'll just say certainly, Russ, you've seen Truco like sail, you know, swing across on a on a rope, and you see him starting to climb down the side of the ship, kind of going after uh, Giffers. Giffers already the sea's already taking him a bit. 
Uh, I'm actually going to hold my action till the end of the round. I want to see what everybody else is going to do, and Ruskell has the vantage point right now, so we're going to hold it. Uh, and you will have, you will be having a plus two to your action. Hmm? Uh, Truco. Uh, what I just said, uh, trying to like uh, hold on on the hull, the hull of the ship. I'm just trying to extend my hand uh, towards how? What is his name again? Giffer. Giffer. Trying to stay my hand to Giffer on the water and see if he can catch it. Okay. Um, give me an athletics check. Uh, All right. And I would say minus two, but with your claws, we'll make it an even roll. Exactly. Yeah, that was about to say. Uh, so that's an even roll. Athletics. That is a four. Um, okay, and uh, well, we will count that as hmm, kind of determining if I want to do these as these are all support roles for Giffer making the role because it's his dramatic task. Um, yeah, actually, I'm going to say that. So that'll be uh, this will be support role to Giffer for him doing it, um, encouraging him on to kind of come in. Uh, all right. If you are. If for some reason anybody gets in the water, then their successes will count towards the dramatic task, although it might increase the number needed. Um, but otherwise, it'll be a support role trying to help Giffer out. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm really tempted to do like a reroll, but I'm really, really afraid to have a, nut, a critical failure on this situation, particularly. So uh, I yeah. will, because of what you just mentioned, Philip. So uh, right. I will. I will stay with a four. Okay. Uh, and that goes up to Torlin. Torlin, you do have a club. I didn't ask if you wanted a new card or not, but that will be a complication. I'll so keep it. You get a minus two. You know if you I do love anything. complications. Yeah. You uh, can also choose not to do anything. And just, oh, Torlin's just doing something. Just gamble <laughs> with Giffer's life, why don't you? Uh, so, uh, Inquiring Minds would like to know, uh, with the storm raging on, I assume that the... The sails are not at like full mast or anything. Uh, are there any like oarsmen that are being used at all, or are we just at the mercy of the winds? Uh, pretty much, kind of at the mercy of the winds and the control of the tiller. Okay. The or tiller. Um, is does Torland know if there like is the possibility of of uh, counteracting the movement of the ship with oars like does this ship have uh, you, uh, that capability no this ship does not have oars okay that would be pretty common knowledge to you by this point on the ship there's no uh uh holes down in the lower decks to pull out oars or anything like that okay so, um does torlin know because i certainly don't uh if given that he has sailing experience if you know Getting the cooperation of whoever's uh, at the the keel. I'm I'm not sure what that. Uh, I know what a keel is. I don't know what, what did you say it was. A, a, well, it's not a keelsman. The keel is this. The keel is the center of the ship. It's not the keel. Right. It's the tiller. The tiller controlled by the wheel by the pilot, which currently is Prince Rockface herself. Okay. Well, Torlin's gonna barrel up onto the deck. Uh, and if there's somebody in his way, he's gonna push him aside and and uh, try and get her to do what she can. Roger, at least let her know about the that's situation. The I was looking for. Thank you for that. Um, and I and I will say it, this influences anybody else. Um, 
since you all have been on ships before, I'm sure various times, all of you, and at least once, if not multiple times, have probably experienced a man, man overboard situation and been in a storm on the sea. Enough, enough of you have sailing experience on large boats. You would know that uh, how this is how this is going. That um, it's essentially kind of like on Giffer or any help you can provide immediately to get him. Otherwise, it's, if he can't make it back to the ship, he is probably going to be lost at sea. Right. So either uh, getting him rope. Uh, Okay. Diving in with rope to grab them. Right. Uh, uh, with them that knowledge, can I go on that hold? Because kind of uh, that probably wouldn't be what Torlin would do then. If, if like, nothing that, you know, the cap, the officers are going to do is going to help, then uh, he'd do something else, um, which I could use yeah, I mean, a second maybe, to think about. Yeah, maybe, maybe turn, turning the ship towards him uh, <clears throat> might buy you a few more moments, but... You wouldn't know because it's also the, sh- the ship to a large degree is at the mercy of the storm right now. Uh, oh, I've got an idea. I'll uh, I'll I'll charge to wherever the um, the shipboard mage is, the Grovis Stormbeard, and see if he has any sort of magic that can help us get this fella back. Any any wands. Um. So, Grovis is up on the officer's deck. Which crew is told not to go up to? Oh well, well, that's fine. Let's be interesting. Okay. I'm accepting consequences. Got it. I just wanted to check on that. Um, so you run up there, barrel up there, um, shouting "Man overboard!" I assume, and uh, check him out. Give me a uh, persuasion check. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go for a raise. That was a four. Oh, there oh, it is. No. Good fail. Oh, dear. On a club. I told you you were gambling with Giffer's life. Hi, um, Giffer. This is fun. Gambling with my life, you mean. Hey. Oh, right. This is a dramatic test. Is uh, This counts as a, yeah, uh, this a is failure, a, this doesn't negative it? negative against Giffer's role. It, it takes one away from us. Yeah. Well, may- maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, the uh, four wasn't I, even enough because I had the club. Yeah, you were at, you were at a minus two, um, and uh, so for flavor wise, since this is a dramatic task, what I'm going to say is, uh, so you you just like ran immediately up to the quarter deck, headed straight towards Grovis, and um, you miss it a little bit too quick out of the corner of your eye. You see this fist just coming in and just slams into the side of your head. Um, and you were just like knocked completely on your ass uh, by uh, Rarius Crine, the mess, the large orc master gunner, um, and he just goes, "No crew's supposed to be up on deck. Doesn't matter what the situation is. Understand his man aboard. Get some rope to him, you daft idiot." And uh, so you're like just stunned there on the deck for a moment. And uh, so Dana. All right. So at this point, uh, am I still considered up in the rigging? Uh, yes, because I'm going to say Truco with his uh, nice Truco, <laughs> um, <laughs> with his uh, both rope monkeying and his shifting. Uh, I certainly judge he's going to move a lot quicker than anybody else. All right. Um, and right now, Truco's like down at the waterline, holding out a hand. Yes. Uh, yeah, that sounded like the. Th- Automatically, what he was doing. All right. With a whole, with a roping hand. Maybe I forgot because I went down with a rope. 
to the. Well, you home. never said that. Yeah, I never said um, that. I got the. Uh, maybe that maybe that's something that Dana side. can provide to you. Okay, okay, okay. Seeing the precarious yeah, yeah, yeah. situation that you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, before I before I make that action, does this count as an encounter for the purposes of martial flexibility? Um. Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, the wording is once. I normally say no because certainly because some of the stuff you know is based on rounds, and you're not in the most. You're not. We're not in six second rounds right now. Yeah, just the wording is once per encounter, which is where it's a little muddy. Um, but yeah, sure. I, I'll, I'll allow it. That's consistent right. with the level-headed ruling. Yeah. In that case, I will uh, take nerves of steel um, to negate one point of wound penalties, which is all I've gotten wound penalties right now. Is uh, nice. you know, seeing seeing this before. Before Dana can feel really guilty about what's happened, she is dialed in. She's a soldier. She's seen stuff go very wrong many times, and it's time to get to work. So nerves of steel to negate that wound penalty. And I am going to... uh, That's a good choice. I'm going to take that uh, long rope with the block and tackle that Giffer got smacked with and throw that one down because the block and tackle will give me some extra heft to throw it better and it will also be buoyant in the water and easier for gift to grab. Yeah, so uh, sounds like an athletics roll. Right. So, um, is Nurse Stills on my sheet? Great, here we go. Yep. Uh, that's an ace for a total of eight and I'm keeping it. Yep. Um, so, so this rope comes dangling down to you, Turco, and you're able to grab it. Uh, Thanks. Total is Whoever throw it. Provide Giffer with a plus three. Um, is Russ still going to be very challenging for him? Uh, but is Russ going to go before Giffer does, or is Russ still holding? Uh, uh, now would I, be a good time. Mechanically speaking, now would be a good time to go, because if you go after, it's not going to support Giffer. Right. Um, but he's already being supported by, by Truco, correct? Uh, uh, well, multiple all supports. these roles uh, I'm yeah. ruling as support for Giffer's role. Got it. Giffer, um, this is essentially Giffer's dramatic task. Right, right. Um, gosh, I don't even know what, what Ruskell could do where he's at. Uh, he's got a flying throne to him. He's got uh, he's got Truco down there egging him on. Um, or trying to. Maybe he, yeah. he hasn't been able to reach it yet. Um I don't want to waste the Joker, shout, but there's you can shout words of encouragement, and also remember this isn't like a six-second round, so there is some flexibility. Yeah. There's flexibility with movement and things like yeah. that thematically. Um, I mean, like we could say, you know, Dana does get down uh, out of the rigging from her last turn and throwing the rope down to to Truco. Have we you s- considered uh, being providing supplication to your good friend the Devourer? Uh, that was a performance, darling. Um, <laughs> uh, have we? I'm uh, not sure who to give a Benny for that. <laughs> uh, both. Yeah. I'll give it to both. <laughs> um, can we see uh, if Giffer is a halfway decent swimmer? Uh, I mean, he's he's trying to swim, but given the seas that are going down, uh, it it'd be a challenge for anybody. But he is currently above water in in, a, yes. in rough water situation, which yeah, that's better than. A lot. He is swimming. He is okay. swimming. Um, oh gosh, then 
I mean, I would count, I would count words of encouragement to, to even Dana or Truco or somebody else as support. You know, you can really kind of expand your mind at, at what you can do yeah. to support, um, support um, the situation, not necessarily Gifford specifically. Um, yeah, then I guess, I guess that's what we'll do is we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll use our vantage point here uh, and try and, and direct uh, Dana's throw in case she might be making it blind out to, to Truco and just kind of being a, an organizer from above, eye in the sky. Um, that sounds more, more like a notice roll. Sure. Okay. That's a roll uh, that's a, I don't know what the plus two is coming from. Oh, the Joker. Joker. Um, I am going to now, huh? fish. Right. So here tail. goes a Benny, a six. I'll toss one more Benny at it and see what it gets us. There's an ace on the D4, a second ace nice. on the D4. Oh, nice. Very the nice. Three for a 13, all is said and done. Nice. Um, which is like, good. Oh, I'm, like, oh, I forgot I had to bring a rope and I had to stay in my hand. I just left the rope just falls in my hand. <laughs> just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally support just, caps out just, at a plus four, but I'm being flexible with that. Given the situation, oh, how does? Oh, I don't know how that's showing up. Um, that's an eight. Nice work, Giffer. You can do it. Um, considering his bonuses, I'm gonna have him spend a Benny. Yeah, we can do better than that. Giffer, are you Benny? Just said so. That's not enough. An eight is not enough. I'm. It's a dramatic task. The more successes, right, right. the better. Mm-hmm. Oh right, 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 and he's got a big bonus this round, so yeah, might as well try. He's a... uh, do you want to try him for one more? Try and get another success. Got an eight. Just rolled a nine there. I'm so afraid of a critical failure right now. I don't. I I can't say. I really can't. Wow, he, I'll spend another Benny. He's right. less likely. <laughs> yeah, was... He's less likely to get a critical failure. All right. Uh, than you guys. We've already, right. we've so already we'll had a critical stick failure. With, we'll stick with an eight. Yeah. All right, next round. Hmm. Ah, Joker! Is that another Joker? That's no, another Joker for us. Cards. That's that is too. Oh, okay. Give oh, me my all... luck back, oh. Frisco. Oh. <laughs> so that that didn't actually shuffle. Wow. Right. Well, so this round, Russ, you either get an Ace of Spades or a Joker. You act. You actually got another Joker this time. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go I've got a lot of working out for you. Go with the Joker. Let's just, you know, let's let's be bold. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and Gifford's down at the bottom again. <laughs> um, uh, so, Ruskell's up at the top. Uh, you said if if somebody goes in the water, we get to make our uh, our swimming rolls with him and add to his successes. Rather than support, uh, if you if you jump into the water, you will become a more direct part of the dramatic task, but you will also better be able to help Giffer. <laughs> so, there's the better possibility of saving him at greater risk to yourself. Just like what would be obvious in a storm like this, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, at least tie a lifeline before you jump in, man. <laughs> Uh, not from the not from the spar. That would be suicide. 
Uh, and I mean, Druko does have a, a line down there. So, or Benny's Joker. Yeah, Rascal's going in. Rascal's going in from this far. Let's go. Uh, I'm giving you a Benny for that boldness. We're gonna we're gonna Captain America it. So Russ is gonna uh, see that Truco has gotten the the safety line and uh, and leap off the side of the spar, cross his arms over his chest, and uh, and plunge feet first into the water. Um, straight up. Give me an athletics right. check. Yeah. Now's not the time for a crit fail. No. Uh, giving oh, me the interesting. Joker. It did not include your Joker this time. But we'd be at a plus two. Uh, that would be a four. Uh, it'd be a five. Oh, yeah, sorry, that'd be a five. Um, is this just to survive breaching the water, or is this my role no, to... No, you're, you're now collecting success tokens for the dramatic task. Fantastic, then we're going to Benny that. Uh, that's a four. Uh, plus two six. is six. Uh, so we're going to Benny that one more time. We're fishing. There's, There's the, the ace eight. on the D6. Nice. That's a... Nice. Nine for success nice. with the or for two successes since this is a dramatic task, and I'll keep that pretty good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you jump in um, boldly, uh, coming <laughs> in. Pretty Do you announce it before Rascal, or is it like out of nowhere? No, I think this is. I think this is Rascal's uh, a little bit of his. Um, uh, his hindrance, his ruthless hindrance, kicking in, uh, where he'll do anything to All accomplish right. his goals. And this, is, in this case, the goal is uh, uh, saving Gifford. All right. Uh, and it. so I think, despite his level-headedness, I think his uh, his soldier instincts kick in, and he just goes. I'm gonna give you another Benny for that action with that kind of spin on it, tying it into your hindrance like that. I was just giving you Benny because it's a, it was a heroic <laughs> act. Um. All right, Dana. All right. Uh, time is wibbly wobbly in dramatic tasks. Can we say that I have now made it out of the rigging as yeah, I'm actually been... making an effort to make it out of the rigging? Yeah, you're out of the rigging. All right. So uh, I run up to the side. What do I see? You see Ruskell plunging into the water. <laughs> All right. And um, what do I see in relation to Giffer and Truco? Uh, I mean, Truco's, Truco's down. I mean, just what you imagine. Truco's down there hanging on to the side of the ship with the rope. Giffer's trying to swim desperately to him. Uh, he, is, he is certainly not close enough to reach with an outstretched hand. He's trying desperately to swim close enough. And Truco has close. a rope. And Truco has a rope now. Yes. Yep. However, throwing, throwing him a rope with something attached or a lifeline of some sort would certainly uh, could potentially have much more effect than... Truco reaching out a hand. Uh, but I, I did throw Truco a rope, and I succeeded at it. Yeah. No, throwing Giffer a rope out into the water. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, what? You just pointed out something funny. I'm not sure I follow. You might have to explain like I'm five on that no one. No distracting any- Dana. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um... Right. Now that there are two people in the water, I am absolutely going to um, to secure a lifeline to the rail and throw down another rope. All right. Give me an athletics check. All right. 
That's a four, and I'm going to fish for a raise real quick. Truco's on deck here. Yeah. All right. That is a three, and I'm going to spend one more on this. That is a three. I'm going to hold with my four. Okay. And Truco. All right. So uh, with what just happened, just uh, Truco just holding a, the rope that now he has and just seeing like Rascal uh, just diving to the the sea, he will think to his mind, that's a fucking badass move. And then just but just get back to the situation and and just uh there is a rope there's a new rope now that is just thrown to Giffer, right? Towards Giffer. The throw Towards wasn't Giffer. the best, so it didn't like get right in his hands or anything like that. Alright, so can I mm, can I balance myself with the? Uh, I'm gonna see if I can describe it, describe this correctly. Um, I'm I'm able to reach the other rope that it's um, that has been thrown, or I'm not able to. Would I be? Would uh, I reach it in what regard? Uh, reach it to uh, throw it further, further if it if it um, was from, if from it was needed. From where you're at, you wouldn't be able to help throw it further because it's already okay. in the water and you can't add anything okay. to it. The best you so could do is I throw the I rope will, that you have. And yeah, so I will I will trust, I will have the confidence of that I will be able to hold up on the hole because I have my cliffwalker, uh, cliffwalk uh, claws and I will just, uh, yeah, as I see Rothkull going down, I kind of understand what's, what he's going to uh, or what, what he's trying to do and I will just Hey, Roscoe, catch! I just throw the rope. Okay. At him. Give me, give me an athletics check. Uh, do, do, do. Athletics. Uh, let's see. Do and I have I any bonuses give you a here? Plus one to this. All right. Ooh. Ooh. That okay. That is a lovely number. That's a 17. Nice Hello. That's 17. That's a success with three raises. Uh, Bullseye. <clears throat> That, I, I mean, you're a just, rope master, yes, right? Sir. So yeah. throwing rope is included within that. I mean, just of course. <laughs> you just like, I mean, this rope came down there. It's got a tack on it, so there's a little weight on it, right? And it's got a nice coil, and you just huff it. And um, we'll say with the 17, Ruskell hasn't even come out of the water yet. I love that. And I you love that. throw it right to his spot, and just as he comes up out of the water, the rope is like, dangling around his head a little bit. Nice. You know, he threw it right to his spot, knowing where he was going to come up. All right. Um, uh, Torland. Uh, so what is the general state of things on the ship? Like, what are, what, are, what is the crew paying attention to? Uh, as I rock back to consciousness after this stunning blow, I do, and do I even notice uh, that Riskill is gone? No, uh, I Absolutely. Uh, since you got hammered with that critical fail, coming from a critical failure, I would definitely say you were too disoriented to even notice uh, that Ruskell has gone over. Um, and uh, given now that you're up on the quarter deck, even you're having a hard time orienting yourself to what's going on. This is going to be a little bit of a lasting effect of your crit fail. Uh, you can see that um, everybody still certainly seeing, or those that you can see still seem to be very engaged intently at the tasks that they're doing at hand uh, to keep the ship uh, safe, moving, and, and upright. 
How much uh, visual cover is there around? Like, can you can you see halfway across the deck? Uh, like, are you can see Torlin further had... across the deck because you are up the quarter deck, but there is a big orc in your face, right, yelling at you to get off. Torlin right now is thinking to himself that the devourer. He is he is a a very uh, deep believer as a longtime sailor. Um, and especially a Colindrum oh, no. dwarf, that uh, no. the devourer has to be satisfied one way or another. Oh, and no. he is thinking <laughs> to himself Okay, that... before we go that route yet, first I just noticed from the character sheet, your athletics is still at a D8, but I believe that was from your boost trait before Incorrect. you Incorrect. Uh, D12 was is my it... strength uh, after the boost trait, and I've tried to put it oh. back down to D8. Athletics is honestly I wouldn't remember, but athletics right now on my sheet says D six. Oh, sorry, this is Truco. Never mind. Looking at the okay. wrong character sheet. Never mind. Yeah, my my strength was boosted to a D twelve. I tried to change it back, but it, it wouldn't stick for whatever reason. Um yeah. so okay. Torlin is right now thinking to himself, maybe one of these Cloud Reaver dwarves should go down and, and join the sovereign of Wave and Whelm, and fortune will better favor this that fool that fell overboard. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so he's looking right now, uh, maybe not at a at an officer because obviously they're all they've got each other's backs up there. Um, but one of those Cloud Reaver dwarves that uh, got in a fight with us down below deck and and one of the very first days aboard the ship okay are any of them you know by a railing and in a spot where he might think he could cause a little accident well let's let's solve it this way so this would be two rolls for you a stealth roll Mm -hmm. and then an athletics roll let me just say for the record that with about the year and a half we've been playing together, this is the single worst idea you've ever had. <laughs> I have a lot of bad ideas. I know, <laughs> I know. This you, one takes the cake. Torlin always follows through with them. Uh, that's no different from Avello. <laughs> I mean, there has to be some merit. Just remember, uh, just remember Dana, had, Dana had to clear up Torlin's last bad idea, so... Okay, uh, I will. I will keep the four there. Let me make sure that the the wound penalty is applying. Okay. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Okay, I'll I'll keep the four. What's the other one? Uh, then in, first roll me a uh, d10. Roll a d10. Okay. I that's a d12. Okay. D10, no modifier. That's a five. Okay, uh, now give me an athletics roll. Okay. Uh, that's a two. I will Benny it. And uh, that is a nine. Oh, no. Oh, Asen. Oh, um, no. All right. With the moon um, modifier. Wow. Uh, I'm going to give Torlin a Benny for this. I'm not exactly sure why. This is such a <laughs> this cruel, is- devious thing, but... Um, Pirates. This is, this is amazing, though. Okay, so... Uh, you go down and, you know, uh, you kind of like hastily look around and best you can tell everybody's attention is either on their task 
And there's a few people over on the port side, which is where Dana and Truco is, that their attention seems to be more out in the water with the crew members that are over. And um, and you see uh, one of the dwarfs there uh, that you got in the fight with in the morning, known as Narwhal. Uh, oh. He's <laughs> not the he's, one with uh, that name. <laughs> He's the oh, one that already had the large, ugly nose. I think you decked him in the face again anyways. It only made it worse. Yeah, uh, if I remember I, that. If I remember correctly. So um, you just like, you, with the nine, I mean, you think you got a lot of cover both from the commotion that's going on and the storm and the rain and the, and the, and the ice and everything coming down, that you just grab low, grab his belt and one of his feet and just pitch him over the edge of the boat without him even noticing um and he just goes flying over and into the water oh, uh, <laughs> uh so the devourer has his offering uh devourer so has his offering uh, <laughs> wow and perhaps that will make up for all the missed sovereigns as well for the keeper uh well that oh. happened yeah, that did. Oh, Giffer gets a good roll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Giffer. Sand, so yeah, so Giffer, um, he manages to swim to the rope that you had thrown out, uh, Dana. Mm-hmm. And uh, he rolls a 10, uh, gets a success with a raise, and uh, manages to, you know, just, he's, he's literally swimming for his life. Uh, and he knows it, and he manages to make it to the rope as you fly. As it's, suddenly, there's all sorts of tension that appears on it. And we go to the next round. Uh, we get a joker again? Uh, no, no joker this time. You either got a three of hearts or a ten of hearts. Uh, can we take a quick break before the next round begins? Sure. Let me uh, I, yeah. finish with these cards. Have uh, mercy on me, Ellie. <laughs> Ten of hearts there, Russ? I'll take the ten, yeah. I think you're lucky that Dana hasn't seen Torlin do this. I think At least I'm that lucky. As far, as far as Torlin knows, nobody saw him do it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a quick uh, quick bio break. Okay. All right. So Giffer has a hold of the rope. And if Russ gets a hold of the rope, we will stay then uh, everybody else's roles would be contributions pulling the rope in, would be contributions to successes for the traumatic tasks. Uh, right. So, uh, Truco can go first. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could go first, but I will, uh, as a suggestion that someone gave, gave me earlier, I will not, and I will hold my action. Okay. Um, Rusko, uh, want to keep swimming and grab the rope? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> Taking uh, a joker check. or another minus car. holding the rope or just Sorry, swimming. What was that? <laughs> Sorry. Make an athletics check minus one. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Thing. We were waiting for it, and here ah. it is. Yep. I'm not saying the three of you are the reason I just put a double shot in my coffee and I'm not talking <laughs> about espresso, but we're all thinking it right now. <laughs> so that was feeling. a crit failure by yeah. Russ. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm glad you clarified espresso. Uh, no, it, it's not espresso. Oh, no, not espresso. <laughs> no, definitely not. 
Went from two jokers, two turns, a crit fail. Really Gosh, just I'm not sure how to do this because I mean, <laughs> Truco did roll a 17 to get the rope out to you. Um, yeah. The me through the, the whole rope. Weigh the dice in your favor, not take it away. Couldn't we say I, I'm yeah. I'm willing I'm willing to kind of share the critical failure in the sense of like he's holding the rope, but the, the, a wave is uh, moving Ruskell so far away from the ship that it drags me out, like it it it, it hit it like. Are you all gonna be I'm, in the water? Now? I'm not. I'm just I'm just I'm just suggesting if if there is a worse option than that. I will take that. But if if there is a better option for the, the venerable and DM to bring us, uh, I mean, it's, I, it's, I would prefer it's Ruskell's. That, it's Ruskell's failure. He should he should live with that. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I did say that uh, Truco managed to throw it in the spot that Ruskell was coming up in. Mm-hmm. So clearly, when Russ broke the surface, just before he broke the surface, he smashed his head on the uh, piece of uh, tackle that was at the end of the rope unexpectedly and with the shock of the cold water and the hitting of the head he's just like uh coughing up water right now just trying to find the surface and uh struggling mighty he uh you lose a token there rust um are we all gonna die to a to a piece of lock and tackle is that what's happening here no <laughs> might be no. um wasn't the rats uh, that did us in Jordan's only going in if Dana goes in. Anyone else who does is a fool. <laughs> or a peacock. Saying, like, so it's your turn, Torlin. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, well, first of all, Torlin looks around to see if anyone's seen him. Uh, then he will uh, run to the side of the deck where uh, he last spotted Giffer. Give me a notice roll. Oh, many it. To two, know. or is one actually? That's a four with my wound penalty. Uh, you look around. If anybody saw you do something, they haven't reacted to it immediately. So, hmm. Okay. Well, Torlin will just kind of like you know. The, you don't have to tell me, but he'll sort of just make a note of whoever's most proximal, and then he'll rush over uh, to investigate you what's see going Dana. on. You see Dana starting to pull on a rope. Uh, he will uh, just get on the back end of that rope and, and help her brace against the um, the railing. Okay, uh, give me an athletics check. I should know the name of what that's called, but I don't. Uh, not at the moment. But it's a seven. Seven, that's good for a success for Gifford. Um, and... Call out when you want to go, Truco. So, so Dana's um, next. Uh, okay. Um, sorry, Truco. Um, did you did you want to go? Um. No, no, no. I'm gonna wait your turn. Okay. Yeah, because you're you're welcome to if you want to. Otherwise, I'll go. Okay. Unless you're suggesting something that I'm might not, be. No, I'm not suggesting anything. Just uh. Okay. Just up to you. Um. No, I will wait for you. All right. So at this point, Torlin's come over to help pull Giffer out of the water. Do I see Russ struggling now? Are you muted just thinking really hard? Uh oh I didn't know you were asking a question. Nope, that was that was directed Oh did did you not hear me? Oh I, I didn't really hear a question in what you said. Oh, yeah I, I was mean, yeah you're you're pull you're pulling Giffer in. You see Giffer coming in. Yeah 
by this point, uh, Torlin, Torlin is on the rope with uh, pulling Giffer in as well. So do I see Russ, that Russ is now in a spot of trouble? Uh, give me a notice roll. That is a four. Um, I mean, you kind of see something. You are a bit focused on Giffer since you have the rope to him. Um, uh, there, there is uh, kind of a lot of splashing going on where uh, Russ went in. It's about so all you see. Would it look? Would it look to me like maybe he hasn't quite come out of the water yet? Uh, as best you can tell, that's probably a good assumption. <clears throat> okay. Uh, gosh. Got a bunch of heroic facing hindrances, and Torlin's pulling in Giffer. So I turn to Torlin and say, Get him in, Uncle. I think we have another one. And I'm going to tie myself a lifeline and dive it after us. No, don't. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, I will give you a Benny for that and give me an athletics check. Ooh, I almost that's saw a, two ones there. Yeah, that's a three. Well, all this. All these dice are still up my screen and they're bouncing off each other in the animation. <laughs> like, I don't really know what to do about that, even though I refresh and it keeps sticking. Anyways, I'm going to Benny that three. The devourer is going to be really happy with all this. That's two aces. That is a total of 16 on the athletics roll. That's, that's pretty good. Um, that's pretty good. <laughs> so you managed to grab a rope that's already attached to the ship, tie it quite securely and quickly around your waist and then just dive in head first heading towards Russ. And just do like a swan dive there just boop straight into the water. Torlin's yeah. got one rope in both arms or in <laughs> either arm at the, apparently. I, I, no, I tied, on a, I tied on a lifeline so you don't need like I'm not gonna, okay. I should not in theory get lost if you don't hold on to me but I don't know, maybe you should. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, and Truka, you're still kind of on the side of the ship at the moment, even though you've thrown the rope to him, you're not, um, uh, being on the side of the hull, you would have difficulty pulling the rope up, um, from where you're at. Right. Um, so Truko just like throws the rope, uh, sees, uh, I don't know if he noticed. And, and you, and you see Dana just dive over your just head diving. into the water. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I see, I, and, I see and, Rascal And you as can well. easily see that she's trailing some rope too, so. Right, right, right. Um. Truco <laughs> <laughs> no. goes in too, you no. know how I felt you know, no, at no. That, in that um, one session last campaign. You don't Truco, get to <laughs> say Truco that, might, Kevin. might be reckless, uh, but not in this situation. Um, <laughs> but... He will. It's is someone else is after me. If if Giffer. No. Uh, well, Giffer's Giff, after you. Yeah. Giffer's after. Okay. Um. Hmm. So I would probably just um, climb the hole uh, towards the point where Tolan is, uh, and help him bring the rope back. Okay. Make or an just, athletics check. Yeah. Athletics check. Or. Yeah. It's not more of a. Okay. Well, athletics check to, to climb up and start pulling on the rope. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Let me let me just think. I want to do something else. No, I believe not. That's that's that would be alright. With any penalty or straight uh, roll? Straight roll since you're hauling on the rope with uh, somebody else. Yeah, that's an eight. Um. All right. You uh, you guys pull Gipper up to the ship and he starts. Uh, let's see if the final workings as he uh, as he holds on and. Um, 
climbs up the final way of the ship with a with a five. So yeah, so Gipper makes it uh, up onto the deck, uh, just like falls down, just coughing up some seawater, and he just kind of rolls over and just like gives you two the thumbs up. He's just like, "Thanks, be the devourer. Thank you too. Thank you for saving me." Uh, you're welcome. We have to save someone that tried to save you now. Then just run towards the. Don't uh, take me. Take Narwhal. <laughs> I'm gonna give it old narwhal. Gonna uh, give a penny to Torlet, um, especially for the cryptic nature of everybody kind of going like, "What the hell is he talking about?" <laughs> narwhal will be remembered in song, probably. That's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, uh, he's definitely so, getting a verse. So no, no jokers this time, Russ. But However, I will. You do yeah. have. You, you have both clubs. It's either a jack of clubs or four clubs. Uh, oh, how luck turns. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll take the jack, please. And, uh, for Torland, yeah. Torland's hesitant hindrance comes into play, and his second mm. card is a joker. Oh. <laughs> and Truco gets the other joker. Oh, thank you. I was about to say. Uh, so that's two bennies for everybody this round. Nice. Everybody got nice. two bennies. Uh, now the first question, did anybody uh, want a different card? I don't think <laughs> I'm going to do better than uh, than a jack and a king and a joker, so I'm going to hold at the bottom of the order. Oh, that's right. We can spend bennies for uh, other cards, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. Sure can. I have yeah. never made use of that, but I would love to make use of that now. Ooh. And uh, what are you hoping for? Because you can't get another joke. Not club. You want club? Yeah, it, it's a dramatic task. So club's going to give him a minus two to everything he does. Mm-hmm. So it's a not club. Uh, That's like a oh sorry that was the old card the jack clubs. Um, that yeah that did. I will go ahead and spend the Benny on. Side. Yeah. Um. So you spend the Benny. Interesting. Uh, how about a jack of spades? I'll absolutely take a jack of spades. Here's a question that, I, just because I don't know, um, does level-headed apply to drawing a fresh card? No. Uh, okay. It's just that first time, and if you draw a fresh card, you just get one more card, and you can pick any one of the three. All right, cool. Um, so uh, either Torlin or Truco can go, uh, or, or it goes any... to Gifford. Uh, so I... Would it be all right for me to imagine that since the last round was all happening simultaneously, Giffer was pretty much climbing up as Dana was jumping off? Uh, yeah, I could say that would be... Where no, I know where this is going. So I just rolled a smart, and I also rolled my spirit, and depending on what the outcome was, which one was higher, uh, was going to determine whether or not... Torlin was Someone smart enough to stay aboard. And he rolled a three for smarts and a five for spirit. So he's going in after Dana. <laughs> Are you telling me that the one that seemed the most crazy with his truco is the only one sane enough to stay on the fucking boat? Yep. <laughs> yep. It's amazing. That is single-handedly amazing. Um, okay. Subverted expectations. I, I wasn't quite following why he rolled smarts and spirit. Uh, it's just my would, own headcanon. I, I know, but what I would say is you saw her tie herself down. 
Um, and having been on a ship, you would know the value of being able to, like just what happened here, being able to pull somebody back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because they're tied to a rope doesn't mean they're going to be able to pull themselves back in. Yeah, he's going to grab the rope that Gifford just came up on and jump in with it. So you're, you're not going to pull pull her in instead? Uh, no. Okay, then. All righty. Okay, give me, uh, give me an athletics roll. Okie dokie. Uh, so I do have a plus That's, two from the Joker, uh, but yeah, I will, so that would, I will that go would ahead be and a four, it. then. Okay, so that is an nice. 11 with the Joker. Hold on, Goddaughter, I'm coming! How he thinks this is a good idea. <laughs> He's not thinking, that's the point. What was the spirit roll for, then? Uh, the spirit was, uh, if going after the, you know, Dana... One out of her being smart and staying aboard. Okay. Alrighty. Truco, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, first of all, like, in, in the first time someone dived voluntarily into what I was thinking, okay, that's a bad thing. Then I saw Dana and I said, okay, that's crazy, but I respect that. Then I saw Torland. Then I see what the fuck is going on inside my head. <laughs> and, and I will just, just for shenanigans, I will use this card. Oh, goodness. Oh no! That is no. Get get. A, I just it's, uh, it has no any 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 particular nice. scenario. But just just get a clue. Uh, we should all, we for, should all get a clue for advice <laughs> from the from the dungeon um, master on how to resolve the current predicament or problem. But my first question would be: It would be sane for Truco to dive into the into the water as well. <laughs> uh, so, from the, so the card is GM get a perspective. Clue. Yeah. Get a clue. Play this card for advice from the game master on how to resolve the current predicament or problem, or to find all the clues or evidence in a particular scene. Um, yeah. Put Phil in a predicament of how to not TPK us. Yes. Uh, honestly, I would have said if Torlin hadn't jumped in, you guys were in a pretty golden situation. Yeah, she was yeah, well we tied were... to the rope. Uh, I mean, despite a slight setback, I think Ruskell had a good chance of, of getting the rope and, and getting pulled in. Because um, I got a 16 on saving Russ. Yeah, now you're in a gr- an extremely difficult situation that there's only, there's almost nobody here to pull in the the ropes of three different people. Um, oh, there's Gipper. <laughs> he's yeah. exhausted. Yeah. He's soggy. <laughs> he's got a genetically forcing through his veins like you know the, the classic mother lifting yeah. us off her child. Uh, I mean, but mechanically speaking, none of them are wild cards, so they're not going to be really useful in helping you guys out. Well, um, can I propose? So, uh, yeah, Truco, uh, I, I know what I will do. Uh, Truco, I mean, sorry. Suge- I, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, that's all I could give you because after Torlan jumps in, I, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's going to be good for okay. the But I, I will, I will just, I will just, I will imagine. You can go yeah. on hold and wait to see what happens. Again, wait to see what happens with Russ. Or, yeah. um, um or you can uh, certainly try and shout some words of encouragement or something like that to help him try and grab the rope. I would like uh, to point out that yeah. the uh, the four of us have actually made a decent number of friends aboard this ship who might be willing to help out, if only because uh, Torlin still owes him four more nights of songs. They like his songs. And a lot of those friends are wild cards. Right. Are uh, they? Do we know that? We do. I don't. 
I don't know if Trugo will uh, uh, really go for that situation. That's actually probably yeah. a good clue now of Aside trying from to there. rally some of the rest of the crowd to help you guys out. We, we've made a lot of friends. <laughs> we've got Cog uh, and uh, cool. Con we've got apropos of and Sindara. What's that, Kevin? I was going to say, apropos of kind of nothing, uh, this, does this table use conviction? Uh, no, we don't. Not normally. Okay. Question. Owlbear wouldn't happen to be on the deck, right? No. You, uh... I mean, he, given the storm, and given that we need all the help that we can, yeah, can you sure. say, like, Owlbear could be on the deck? Sure, he's on the deck. All oh. right. So, okay. So, I will go towards Owlbear, and I will say, hey, big guy, please, I need to, I need your help. Yeah, now. You, you're really, really strong. I need you. There's okay. a, bay, a game. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to make that a little bit more general too? In that you're like seeking help from a number of people nearby. Because also at this point, technically you have three people overboard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would probably will be uh, yeah. shouting this okay. out, uh, and I would probably shout out towards Albert because uh, Truk is the one that maybe knows the most at this point, or maybe not, or maybe Sandarat as well. Um, I'm just trying to get a glance uh, of the people that are nearby and just saying out loud that uh, Dana, Torlan, yeah. and Roscoe are off board. Go ahead and make a persuasion check, plus two because of your joker. All right. Uh, he's not really good persuading, but let's see. Uh, uh, plus two, right? Uh, I think that's already into account, right? I, mean, just I don't know. It's hard to... Sometimes it shows up, sometimes it doesn't. So that's a six. Uh, that does not have the Joker on it, so that will be an eight. So that's an eight. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you kind of call out in desperation because two people have just, two more people have just launched themselves overboard. Um, and uh, you get a bunch of people start coming over. Uh, Sandara drops what she's doing. She comes over. Albert comes over. Um, <clears throat> Crimson Cog comes over. Um, Gifford's choking up and trying to kind of get his bearings. He comes over and um, and Connick Bar. He's down on the deck by this point. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and Rosie. No, oh, Rosie. That's what we're... Nice, Rosie. We're going to save these damn people. Come on, let's get them up. Yes, of course. We need to. They they didn't, just to clarify, they didn't jump off voluntarily. They just, there was an accident. Or just, <laughs> yeah, right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, Rust, your turn. We're going to go for the athletics and try and, and bring it back in. Yep. Uh, and you'll be at a minus, uh, minus one. That looks like an ace on the D6. That one. Uh, and that's with the minus one factored for an eight. Success so that's good for a couple successes for yourself as you manage to uh, grab a hold of, of the rope. Great. Uh, Dana. Uh, the cold shock of the water hits you, just taking the breath out of your lungs. Um, and and uh, I assume you're just swimming towards rest then, huh? Uh, sorry, um, that I'm doing what? Swimming towards rest? Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, because I'm, I'm attached to a line. He's grabbed onto a line, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure you would be able to tell that right now. Uh, uh, if I can't tell that, yeah, if I can't tell that, then I'm... I'm swimming for him to try to get him in a, like, you know, a, yeah. a swimmer's rescue or whatever until I can tell that he's on the rope. Yeah, give me uh, give me an athletics check, minus one. My screen is such a mess. I just got this nice new monitor, too. Okay. Here we go. 
That's a four. Arr, do I do it? <laughs> I mean, the worst that can happen. Three crit fails in a single session? In a single task. In um, a single task, for that matter, yeah. It's happened before, it'll happen again. Here we go. Rerolling. You have a backup character, right? <laughs> I'm going to stick with my four because I just got a three. That was a good Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you, you start swimming the best you can towards Russ. And um, a new round. Uh, six of hearts for Ruskell or a six of clubs? I'm assuming you're taking the hearts. Please, yes. Thank you. And uh, so, Torland, you are up first. I would like to take another card. Am I? <laughs> it says uh, I have five of diamonds. Oh, so Truco wants a new card and Torland wants a new card? Uh, I'm fine with the five of diamonds, but I don't think I'm first. Oh Maybe. no! Oh, did I say Torlin? I meant I meant Truco. So Truco, you want to you want to try for a Joker though? Huh? Yeah, I'm fishing. Okay, yeah, go ahead and spend. I it. mean, just why not? We are just getting so many Jokers at this point that uh, three of diamonds instead. Nope. Another another card, please. King of Hearts. Nope. Uh, and I would say it that way. So you're just sticking with the no ten more? that I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, the king. Oh, okay. no, no. Um, doesn't make any difference one way or the other. All right. Um, so I, uh, I will. Uh, yeah, just just point out the direction where the ropes are and where the uh, the situations and and just trying to uh take like uh. The, say over just take that take that rope there is probably two people in here with, with this and 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 the and then just like trying to um try to give orders to some extent with Trugo is really good at it but given the situation and he doesn't have enough strength to help uh well give me a persuasion check then all right we do that's why i was hoping for the joke because i'm not good at persuasion and i'll there to do the just and I will Benny that. That's a two, mm-hmm. and that's a three, which I'll be Benny again, and that's okay. much better. He's on three six. Oh yeah, that's a ten. All right, um, Dana. Well, since no one's actually pulling on the rope, I assume to my as far as I can see, nothing has changed. So you can I go on hold. Wait for Rusk. Um, I will do that. I will try to go in between Russ and Giffer. Giffer is already okay. out, right? Oh, right. No, yeah. No, he's ho- yeah, Giffer, Giffer is right. out. Yeah. Uh, so, Russ, give me an athletics check uh, with a plus one. A plus one. Okay. Yep. Incoming. Uh, that's a four. Do I go for the raise on a plus one? I'm going to keep the four. Okay. Um, so we are going to say all you really had to do at this point was to hold on to the rope because you are getting pulled in uh, quite rapidly now that there's a number of people on uh, your rope pulling you in. Uh, and Dana, you would see uh, that case as well as Russ is, Russ is starting to come in, heading towards you. All right. Um, I quickly look around myself to make sure there's no one else in the water. Do I see anyone else in the water? Give me a notice check minus uh, minus three. Minus three. <clears throat> yeah, you are in the water. It is roiling, and the weather is horrible. Okay. Here we go. 
But Torlin's also trying to beeline towards Dana, so. Yeah. Well, is he, then is he in front of me, like between me and the ship? The the water is, I mean, the water is not dissimilar from what you're seeing behind uh, Truco right (laughs) now. All right, that's amazing. So this is not flat water at all. Negative one, I'm going to Benny that. Go for that ace. There it is. That is a five with the negative three modifier, and I'm holding with it. Um, so you definitely see uh, the the line that's in front of you that has Russ is being pulled taut, and he seems to be coming in on the rope. Uh, you do see somebody, uh, a dwarf, swimming in the water behind you, trying to swim towards you. All right. Um, do I have, if I've swum into the ship, does that mean I have more slack to... Uh, to swim a bit backwards. Uh, not understanding. Which, what? Just uh, say what you want to do. All right, I'm gonna reverse course and go for the dwarf in the water to get him in a swimmer's rescue and bring him in. Because the the dwarf is in between you and the ship. Oh, I thought he was behind me. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I will. I will. Well, uh, theoretically, he would have been behind you because you were initially looking at Russ away from the ship. All right, I'm so going to turn around and there's a dwarf between you and the ship swimming towards you. All right, I'm going to swim for this mysterious dwarf to, uh, to try to rescue mysterious dwarf. Give me an athletics check. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a two and I'm going to Benny it. And you will be at a minus one in this. All right. Well, that was actually a, a one, but not a crit. Um, reroll with a Benny. That's another two. Last Benny, here we go. Emily. Just shy. That's uh wait, That's no. a four. That's yeah, a four. Yeah. But she's at a minus one. So yeah. you're doing yeah, the best you can my, to s- I have minus one in the train. It's still showing as a four, so I'm not sure what um Yeah, what because did not after get you roll the first time, whatever you add to the tray does not affect okay, rolls yeah, or so bennies. That's a three and a mode of bennies. Yeah, so uh, you're you're doing the best you can to swim towards the ship. You're not making much headway, though. Okay. And uh, Torlin. I'm swimming to the last point where I thought I saw Dana. Okay, give me an athletics check, minus one. Nothing in my mind. Let's see, minus one. Just adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Ace, double ace. Yeah, that's a 20. I think I might uh, chase uh, chase a higher number. What do y'all think? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I'm going to have to make it a triple if you do. <laughs> so with the 20, uh, you do manage to get up to Dana and uh, run into Dana. Um, uh, there's, there's no way we're talking right now. So I'm just, uh, I don't think Torland had a plan here. He right. just needs to know that Dana is safe. I would agree with that. Would he, would he would he be trying to rescue her, or is he just like popping well, his head out of the water like like an otter here? Uh, <laughs> he's swimming s- towards you, and he sees that you're swimming just fine, and is gonna try uh, to make his way back up the rope. No, uh, I'm struggling a little bit as per that three. You oh, just is, making is she? Headway. Oh, just not making. So, Okay. Yeah, and, and so uh, we will conclude this dramatic task since you all are connected with rope at this point, uh, and we'll get and you got help pulling the rope in. Uh, uh, you will all make it back successfully back to the ship. Uh, 
Dana is certainly the most likely because she absolutely securely tied the rope around her waist. So she's, uh, if she goes under, they're recovering the body. If yeah. if Russ or Torlin goes under, maybe not. Yeah, Torlin uh, at this point, you know, he's he's not tied in, so he'll just kind of wrap yeah. the rope uh, lengthwise around his arm and back around his nape, and essentially like do a side stroke from there. Yeah. Um, so all three just of you managed to, to make in. it. Yeah, you you managed to make it back to the ship after some uh, uh, after some difficulty in time. Um, Giffer is uh, e- expressive in his gratitude uh, of saving him. Um, uh, almost immediately after you three get back up onto the ship, Master Scourge comes by and goes, "Quit slacking on your jobs. There's work to be done. Get going." I would like. I'm wondering if my adventure card might apply in this situation, or if someone else, or if another player, uh, it might apply to them. I, I have no idea. Let's find out. The first Love interest on Mr. Scourge. Love interest on Mr. Scourge. Folk <laughs> <laughs> hero. We are waiting for it. Folk hero. Play after you save a group of people from dire circumstances. The community adopts you, and your party has local heroes, and you can always find aid there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll let the. I'm not going to let it play as fully as the card describes. That's fair. Um, but. Uh, We'll let this play out a bit. Gifford's got some friends, and, and uh, he's been saved now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's people who might see you, so they, it might influence <laughs> some people on the ship. All right. Um, so that was all of your task. So the storm keeps on just raging all day. Uh, I keeps on going into the night. Food shifts are just taken in short shifts by one or two people at a time going in. Fish guys just giving them just more bread tack, hardly even any stew or anything, no grog. Um, and you all are required to work on through the night um, with new tasks um, to keep the ship going. And... Drugo will find a moment anyway, if, uh, I mean, after the, the whole situation, just to get the three of them and, and just say, what the fuck were you thinking, man? Were you all guys just crazy? For one thing, I'm ashamed to say I was the one who knocked Giffer in the water. It was an accident, but we had to make it right. And thank you, Truco, for jumping in so quickly. And then I didn't see Russ come back up. So I had to go. I, Uncle, what were you doing in there? I had a lifeline. Uh, if, if we actually have a moment to ourselves here, the first thing Torland would, would do is uh, embrace Dana. That is true. Give a big yeah. old wet cold hug. <clears throat> You wouldn't have any any longer than just like a few brief moments. Oh, right, right. Master yeah. Scourge then, all up in you, just breaking you all up. Torland's not going to say anything right now. All right, yeah. And so then, you would... Yeah. Just yeah, you would certainly have the opportunity to give her a hug as soon as you got back right. onto the deck. That was it to Torland. Did you at least be pocket give her something before just getting, up, getting him up on the boat? <laughs> no? All right, fuck. There's no wind here. Fuck. And just get him back to the... Back to the so uh, things are readjusted in the evening a bit, and uh, you're told to do. Uh, Master Scourge is uh, ordering you, Truco. Uh, All right. Get get hauling with some of that rope work here on the deck, um, and you kind of feel like for some reason he's he's punishing you, scolding you somehow. 
for what you're doing by not, by not putting you back up in the rigging because clearly you know what you're doing up there, right? Um, and, he, and he looks at you, uh, Dana, and goes, you're almost good for nothing. Get up in the crow's nest and keep an eye out for anything. Um, All right. And then he looks up, he looks at you, uh, Torlin, and it's just like, take her place up there with Giffer, repairing that broken rigging up there that, that got damaged. Um, and he looks at you, Russ, and goes, work with the stupid cat. Uh, <laughs> that was a nice tire. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you all can try another nighttime action if you want. Or uh, I think, I think oh. diligently working is, uh, is yeah, the name of the game. The process, I'm going to work diligently because I really want to know where we're going. Uh, nighttime actions? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are different from, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're slightly different. Yeah. Let's see here. Nighttime actions. Kind of feel like it should just be daytime actions again, considering it's we're just working through the we're night. Just working, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like we can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I mean, opposed Truco to probably that. could. Or perform. Truco could find a little coil of rope and curl up and go and take a nap. <laughs> yeah, if, if he leaves uh, Rust to, to do the work by himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll let you play. Uh, play around with those because of course some of those nighttime actions you're not doing there's no time to sleep there's no time for gambling everybody is working through the night um, i'll just work diligently toilin's part yeah okay so, so everybody can make their check uh at a plus one what will be truco my needs a truco and russ need a boating check plus one rope uh, work that's the one yeah okay uh dana needs an athletics check followed by a notice check Dana might actually end up doing a nighttime action first. Uh, working through the night, how's morale on the on on the deck looking? Uh, pretty tired and horrible. I mean, everybody's working yeah. hard. Everybody's tired. Everybody's <laughs> wet. Everybody's cold. What would you expect it to be? Everybody's, I would expect it. I would expect doing? it to be pretty awful. But it, you know, I, I have to ask. I have to ask. All right. In that case with my zero bennies um, <laughs> up in the crow's nest where everyone can hear Dana is oh, going to sing one nobody of, could no one nobody can hear? can hear up there I'm just Remember, working there's a there's a there's a hard storm going on maybe yeah, a couple of people in the rigging around you might be able to hear I was gonna say uh, I was gonna sing a shanty to try to lift people's spirits with my terrible singing um, I mean, you can certainly try and get the people around you doing it. I'm just letting you know that unless other people pick it up and carry it, it's probably not going <laughs> to carry down to the deck. All right, let's do it. Let's do my untrained roll with no bennies. Sounds good. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> nothing. She's had lots of practice for accompaniment. <laughs> I've never trained her on a solo act, though. Oh, why do I have a minus three? Minus two from untrained, minus one from your Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's a two. Two, yeah. Um, as best you can tell, you're singing by yourself. And I, and you want athletics and notice, yeah? Yeah, athletics right. followed by notice. Uh, minus two on the rolls. Actually, it's minus two on everybody's roll. So, oh. Yeah, so. It'd be a cumulative. If, since we're working diligently, it'd just be a cumulative minus one? Correct. Yeah, yeah good catch. Right. Uh, here, Dana's I, one. Say, 
Then I got a three, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> I got real close to another crit fail. Um, the dirty one, so I'm going to reroll that again. That's better. That's better. Oh, no, I see Dania. Not not sure how this is going to play out, because Dana got a three on athletics and a nine on the notice. Um, th- this won't fit for the notice, but we're going to go there. <laughs> um. What did Russ? What was Russ's final roll? Uh, five. Uh, four. Sorry, five on the die minus one for four. Four. Okay. And what did Truco get? Uh, yeah, like Truco got like sixteen. I mean, he got on the on the ace die got a fourteen, and on the main die I got seventeen. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I would yeah. say like he's like on a roll right now. Like after like doing all this stuff with the with the just rope monkey shenanigans, like going to the hole, he's like just remembering how fun it was uh, to just get in this kind of situations and the adrenaline pumping up and all this stuff and just he's just like just going through and and just going through the ropes like it's nothing yep and um, need an athletics roll from Torland followed by an athletics or a boating roll both at minus one uh would it be neutral because of working diligently? <laughs> uh, no, it would be at a net minus one. You're minus okay. two plus one. So minus one total. And uh, uh, that's a three re-rolling. Uh, that's a zero re-rolling. That's uh, enough. Uh, let's see. Voting. <laughs> that's a four. Uh, but oh, it doesn't have the minus one. Oh, uh, yeah, you rolled a five, didn't you? You got minus one for your wounds. Mm-hmm. All right, enough. <laughs> Six. Um, At least by my standards. <laughs> yep. Uh, so all of you worked through. Um, Dana, at one point, as you're climbing up into the rigging, you slip and fall, um, <sighs> getting caught up in the ropes, getting uh, uh, rope burns on your leg. Uh, you'll take a level of fatigue Ooh. from bumps and bruises, uh, but manage to uh, get finally get up into the crow's nest. You got your eyes peeled because you know your adrenaline is not going away anytime soon. Both from plunging in the water, people almost drowning, uh, and then almost falling off yourself again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, everybody else is working to. Uh, managed to do their tasks through the night. Uh, and then everybody, give me a vigor check minus two. Oh, wow, that's going to be a net nine, minus four for Dina. Like, <laughs> Oof. That's a zero. Vigor at, uh, at what? Minus two. Minus two. It's another zero. Oh, you're good rolls. Yeah, leaving no, you guys. I'll take the, I'll take the Benny yeah, on that. It's the end of the night. Uh, yeah, that's an eight for Torland. I yeah, rolled a three. Oh. Well, Benny, for that. Oh my God. Three, that four, is zero for Dana. Oh God. Uh, yeah, that's Benny. Oh. Three was the highest. So three is <laughs> the highest for Ruskell. What Torling Truco get? That was uh, Truco. An eleven minus three makes an eight. Eight. Okay. So, uh, sorry. So Dana. Um, uh, you're suddenly you suddenly find yourself being slapped 
into consciousness as uh, as you as um, um, the dwarf named Ratline is he's just kind of like slapping you and he's just like wake up you lazy bones what you, what you going to sleep for at some point during the evening up in the crow's nest you passed out uh, likely probably after all the adrenaline went away and just tired from all the day's work um, Truco, you have the same experience, and you do as Russ, Russ as well. At some point, just like, you know, late into the early morning after, you know, just constant full day's work, you're just tired and cold to the bone. Um, let's see, Russ rolled a three and Truco rolled a two. Uh, probably you, Tru Truco, you start probably started to get a little bit of hypothermia and just kind of like just lapsed into unconsciousness at some point. Uh, <laughs> You both variously, uh, I think Truco being on the deck, um, well, actually, you're both doing rope work together. You, you both just like end up passing out together, and Master Scourge just kicks you both awake at some point in the, in the early morning and um, is yelling at you, telling you that you, you know, it's six lashes come bloody hour for laziness, falling asleep on the job. <sighs> and um, I think as day breaks, that, this is probably a good place to stop for the evenings with uh, only 10 minutes left um, rather than going anything early. You do know, uh, well, actually, we'll go into this. So um, after you're kicked away, you guys, you know, you're continuing working and stuff like that. Uh, uh, the storm is starting to break. Uh, it starts to break by the time you are woken up from wherever it is that you lapsed in unconsciousness. Except uh, you, Torlin, you managed to just plow right on through. You've You've been in worse storms, um, and uh, I... uh, so roll call begins to sound in the morning. You, you all begin with breakfasts, and Master Scourge starts passing out tasks again to continue on working in the morning to, to finish cleaning up the residue of the storm and what's what's happened. Question: uh, How is the crew, like the general mood of the crew, if that can be? Perceive. Oh, there, like everyone is exhausted as well, or is it just us? There's, there's three other people kicked awake and promised lashes at bloody hour. Uh, right. Next bloody hour that happens. Um, so no, you guys were not the only ones that felt that lapsed in a, an unconscious, tired stupor. Um, All right. Uh, but morale. Everybody's really pretty on edge. There, nobody is happy. Everybody's really pretty tired. Um, Rosie. Uh, I mean, you thought Rosie. Uh, cussed pretty strongly already and she, pretty much every other word out of her mouth now when she even talks is some cuss word she's just <laughs> grouchy as hell um, Crimson Cog is even worse more ill-tempered than usual um, uh, but in the morning the captain does hand over the wheel to uh, um, to Mr. Lagra and uh, you do see the captain disappear into her cabin Uh, but everybody else is still manning, uh, manning their positions and being given jobs in the morning. But nobody sleeps, volu like, voluntarily, right? Yeah. No. Anybody who felt, anybody who slept, they passed out from just all the hard work. Um, and we will end our session there. Um, so all right. uh, let's do let's do a roll call. I'm Dana, and I did some very silly things tonight. <laughs> As Ellie, apparently. Yeah, wow. Okay, then. <laughs> Next. I'm Kevin, and uh, I was Rascal. 
I'm Michael, and uh, yep, still twirling. I'm Ernesto, and the only sane one for today was Truco. Oh, that is such a weird thing to hear from coming out of Truco's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Um, I am your Dungeon Master, Philip, and uh, thank you for listening in to Mornings of Lazar. I uh, want to give about an, another thank you and shout out to Christian Serrano for putting together our intro. Um, Rebecca over at Civis Echoers for helping us out and uh, everybody else that's been helping us out. And uh, thank you for listening in. Have a good night. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Take care. Since we're in the middle of something, yeah, we're not gonna, yeah, yeah. we're not going to advance now. Except for Torlin. So, Torlin gets a boon from the devourer. <laughs> he gets a blessing. Yeah, one less enemy. <laughs> he hears in, in his head like, "I am please." Oh, jeez! Wow, that was good.